0: Derek here from Bomb Socks and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company Bomb Socks to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Uh, so I want to go back to just kind of a thought leading through all of those plagues there. It seems like every single time things started getting very difficult for Egypt and Pharaoh was just like, okay, you go serve your God and and we're gonna let your people go. And all of a sudden some of those plagues subside and Pharaoh's like, just kidding. I'm not going to do that. And it talks so many times about how Pharaoh hardened his heart. Now, it's interesting in there, it talks about, it says the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and thank goodness for the Joseph Smith translation that gives us some clarity on that. Well, the Come Follow Me says this for this week. It says, I can choose to soften my heart. Hopefully your will is never as dramatically opposed to God's will as Pharaoh's was. Still, we all have times when our hearts aren't as soft as they should be. So there's something to learn from Pharaoh's actions recorded in Exodus 7 through 10, which we talked about that. As you read about the plagues in these chapters, what stands out to you about Pharaoh's responses? Do you notice any similar tendencies towards hard-heartedness in ourselves? Ponder what you learn from these chapters about what it means to have a soft heart. And it goes through and gives you several examples. Notice the Joseph Smith translation, how it clarifies that the Lord did not harden Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh hardened his own heart. What do you learn from the following scriptures about developing a soft heart? It gives you some wonderful verses in the Come Follow Me for this week. So as you get all of these plagues out of the way, we come to this 10th plague, which is the death of the firstborn. So coming back to all of these plagues, Israel must completely leave Pharaoh in Egypt in order to serve God. Satan's influence must be completely destroyed. As long as all is not destroyed... Satan will still have some influence on us. I, I put a reference here to Alma 22, verse 18, where King Lamoni's father said, I will give away all my sins to know thee. And what happens is all of the gods of Egypt need to be destroyed, including Pharaoh himself. Now in Exodus chapter 11, verses 5 through 7, it reads, and all of the firstborn of the land of Egypt shall die from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon his throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill and all the firstborn of beasts and there shall be a great cry throughout all the land of egypt such as there was none like it nor shall be like it any more. but against any of the children of israel shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast that ye may know that the lord doth put a difference between the egyptians and israel that phrase is such a cool phrase because there needs to be a difference i've said this before it i've quoted this from prophets and apostles who've said this that Israel needs to make a difference in the world. We've been called upon to gather Israel, and you can't do that if you are like the world. So that's why all of these gods of Egypt need to be destroyed. The gods of this world need to be destroyed in our lives so we can focus so much on Jesus Christ, and he'll help us gather. So Israel was freed and delivered from bondage, of Egypt by the death of the firstborn. There is some big symbolism there with that. So what I'd like you to do, uh, go to chapter 12, look through about the first 14 verses or so, and just read the verses, look for anything that reminds you of the death of the firstborn, meaning Jesus Christ and his crucifixion and his atoning sacrifice. So take a couple minutes and do that, and we'll just come back and point out a couple for you. Okay, so you go into these verses, you've got a lamb which must be killed. Verse number five, your lamb shall be without blemish. Verse six, the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. It makes it sound like there's a meeting where you come together for that. Verse 11, thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, your staff in your hand, you eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. So you're familiar with the concept of Passover, and I'm going to talk more about Passover. Passover tomorrow. But as you do this, as you read through these verses, you're reminded that the death of the firstborn is the thing that liberates Israel eventually. And that is the same principle there. It's wonderful symbolism for you and I to remember and to be grateful so much for the Savior and all he's done for us.